this EFL Cup edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. Win up to 20x in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is... Oh, Sunday the 24th of September. I'm pretty confident with that. Um, and we are here to have a little look around the Premier League weekend of action, which finished about two hours ago. And then we've got the EFL Cup third round games taking place on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Um, so plenty of upsets on the cards, plenty of banana skins. Uh, so plenty of games for me and my co-host to get stuck into. Uh, joining me is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Evening, Malcolm. You all right? I am above average, yes. Have you enjoyed the football this afternoon? Well, uh, I popped out. So I think Newcastle, I think we were 1-0 up, so I popped out. So I'm assuming they finished 1-0 there, Baz. Yeah, they grounded out in the end, tore out an <laughs> odd fought victory. Over I to catch my uh, under two and a half pick then, yeah? Yeah, that was... Uh, oh, no. Sorry, you, you took under two and a half? Oh, under two and a half goals, Baz, yeah. Christ, Malcolm, that's... Uh, that's a tough one. Um, you can yeah, laugh at it. Nil. I, I sat there, I was talking to the kids, it got to 7 0. I said, Kids, you have never seen Newcastle score seven goals in your lifetime. Um, and I said, Dad, have you seen them score seven? I said, Yeah, I can remember a couple of occasions. I rem- and I had the Chef Wed game in mind. Um, that was the last 8 0, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, under Bobby Robson, Shira scored five. Um, so ironic that Sheffield United, um, the other Sheffield team, are on the back of the next um, eight nil. So yeah, only the second time in my life I've seen Newcastle score eight goals, uh, eight different scorers, Malcolm. Uh, that was the thing. That the was the really wild thing, wasn't it? Eight different scorers, man. That's ridiculous. Unheard of, isn't it? Um, even at the end, like when they're knocking on the boat and getting in the box, and I'm saying. Give it to Tenali. Give it to Tenali. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just looking for anyone who hadn't scored a goal to get them involved. Um, yeah. But yeah, and Elliot Anderson was the one we were cheering on to try and get yeah, a goal because I felt like we deserved it. Um, but I mean, Newcastle played really well first half, uh, dominated them. Second half, I mean, we played well, but Sheffield United just give up, didn't they? Um, at times, they were, we just walked through them. There was no. No effort to try and keep that score down at all. Like it was absolutely horrible. If you were a Chef United fan, uh, that that can't have been much fun at all. Well, you could say after twenty minutes though, we were getting so much space 
And I said to Betty, there's a goal coming. I said to Betty, yeah. there's a goal coming. It's going to come down that left-hand side. You could just see we were moving them I, round. I said exactly the same to, to, to kids and the missus were sitting watching with me. I was like, there's goals in this because you can see we're going to cut these open again and again. Um, the signs were there from early on, weren't they? Um, and yeah, absolute carnage, bloodbath in the end. Um yeah, and it's just one of those things. I mean, I was laughing, like, because my weekend has been a right roller coaster, Baz. We'll come on to that in a minute. But ultimately, my bet didn't matter um, because the under two and a half was quite funny when we were eight nil up. Um, but we had said, sort of, oh, my, my handicap with the game was I like the way we've been, we've kept a couple of clean sheets, but we just don't look like battering anybody. And last year, we were very capable of battering teams. We scored six and seven and five on more than one occasion. Um, and I just didn't think we were ever going to do it. It's Mal- funny. I've been saying for weeks though, Malcolm, like, there's too many people playing down Newcastle off the back of a really, no, really of fixtures. Um, because we, we, you know, we, we battered Villa, but then we played Man City, Liverpool, Brighton, um, really tough games, AC Milan. Um, you know, we, we have had a bad run of fixtures. Uh, and I, I think some people are getting a bit carried away. So, people saying we're, we'd be in a shambles uh, last week in our Discord chat. It was Tease. Uh, he backed us against um, Brentford. Um, I can't remember what game it was. But I remember him saying uh, and thinking, oh, I shouldn't have backed Newcastle. I forgot they were in absolute shambles. Um, yeah, well, no, not, not having that. If you were looking from the outside in, you could think that and you could understand why other people would think that. However... Because we're, we're looking at it 10 times closer because it's our team. We know this happened last year. We know in similar fixtures last year. We had a similar run results. We won one in seven, things like that. So you do you do magnify it. And there's, there's teams will have a better read on supporters and have a better read on their own teams. You can't sort of blame other people for thinking that way. It's just no, no, like no, I get that. We, knew, we knew a little bit better, like, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so the rest of the weekend... Well, like I say, roller coaster for me, Baz. Oh, we had the feel. I didn't sleep very well last night, Barry. Saturday night, I um, I went zero for five yesterday, thinking, ah, oh, fucking hell. I had to sit here a few weeks ago with a one and nine. I was thinking, oh, here I could get the one ten under the belt here. Um, <laughs> but um, and, and yes, that was a combination of a few things. So do you remember? I went. I took the system of taking everyone going under a couple of weeks ago when all the games finished 8-3 and stuff. Um, and then I watched yesterday as we had a nil-nil draw, as we had a 1-1 draw, as Manchester United won 1-0. It's like, in hell, I've got the right the right pattern on the wrong day. Uh, so that was just wrong. I don't think the VAR held me at all. Uh, but then again, there's going to be days where I profit from that. Um, I mean, we could talk VR all night again, Barry. It's been another weekend of, what do we call it? Another bloke's opinion, ABO or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's just, again, this week it was Jeff from Merthyr Tidville. Let's phone Jeff up and see what he thinks. Uh, penalty, not a penalty. It's a penalty today, but not tomorrow. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, and it was, just, it was just fine margins. Like Burnley missed chances, Palace couldn't score. Brentford team total. Brentford missed a sitter when they should have gone 2-1 up. Forrest couldn't take advantage of 10 men. So, uh, yeah, I was over for five. I was struggling. But today, the fight back, thankfully, I got three right today. So I already finished the week three on 10, Baz, but managed to get over nine units. So 
what could have been an absolute disaster. Um, Villa were a great win today at, what, 14 to 5, I think. Uh, they were a good price. I had Liverpool and both teams to score. And I also had Tottenham team tool. Um, so, yeah, I managed to get back, not in the win column, but l- less than one unit down after yesterday's disaster bars. I'll happily, uh, I'll settle for that. How was your, uh, you finished in profit, I think. So, between us, Baz, we'll yeah. say. I mean, we finished, we finished up. I, I, would have a, I was five wins, five losses, um, but the wins were good. Um, Fulham Palace, I took the draw. So, 94 plus 225. Good little plus price winner. I took Everton, but took them on a double chance, really kicking myself. I wasn't a bit bolder with Everton. Because um, I did say on the show, I wasn't big on Brentford. If there was only somebody who could advise you to do that, if there was only someone who might have tipped you in that direction. No, uh, that's that's bollocks, Malcolm, because... Well, not, is it? Uh, you've taken what you've done there, Baz, is you've lost. I won. I backed Everton yeah. at even, even money. Uh, and yeah, but one four to one. So if you'd back them at four to one, you'd have had fifty quid. So what you have got is twenty quid. So fifty quid minus twenty okay. quid is you've lost thirty quid. I I returned a profit yesterday. You lost five units. So uh, pipe down here. Eh? I'd rather um, lose than do what you did. Pipe down. You've I mean, played double chance lately and lost. Uh, I used to believe that. Um, well, um, well, if you want to join us for episode one of the Get Your Money Back. Podcast this week, hosted by Barry Penaluda. Who's going to listen to that, Baz? Yeah, man. You've had the most catastrophic of losers this week. You can't give me any good. My picks are in profit. You picked unders in an over two point, and unders in an eight nil, um, which is about <laughs> on a par with when you took. Um, was it Liechtenstein in the handicap? Yeah, something like that. Portugal the other week. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you need to calm it down. Looks and the, the people know I'm the man to listen to at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, two wins for me and, and the draw in the Fulham game. And then today, like you, I was on Villa. I mean, that Villa pick, it's just... Yeah, I mean, beautiful, that, wasn't it? You both loved it at the time. And then you're watching <laughs> the game, uh, you're watching the scores, and you see him go, and you just think, I didn't have more than that. Three to one for the better team. Um, who can win games, who can score goals against the team who can't win games and who can't currently score goals. Um, three to one Villa today was an absolute gift. Um, I also took uh, Liverpool to concede in the first half because they always concede in the first half. That worked well. And the other one for me today was... I'm sure I had another one. I can't even think what games we've had today. Uh, Arsenal Spurs was no good. I needed Arsenal to win that one. Um, yeah, I think that was it for me actually. So I might have been four, four winners. So, just having a look around the rest of the league, then, Baz. I'll tell you what, we'll do that. I'll um, I'm, I'll tell the people first about DraftKings, our headline sponsor, here, and then we can have a little uh, sniff around some other stuff. Um, DraftKings um, are back with another week of football. I am watching it right now, just on the TV. Uh, DraftKings Sports, we're keeping us in NFL action. With great offers every single game day, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So put five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Uh, football's more fun when you're on the action. Download the app now, sign up with the code SGP. New customers bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code SGP. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sports with the details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Uh, me and Baz did give an NFL pick out each yesterday. Uh, Baz went for Mike Williams receiving yards, which is already cashed. I took Indianapolis plus eight and a half against Baltimore, which is 96 seconds away from cashing uh, India three down, meaning they cover the spread by five and a half. Uh, so we are multi-sport experts here. Um, I'll tell you also about game time. Uh, buying tickets should not be stressful. You, know, you should be able to look forward to the event, uh, not have to faff around getting your tickets and game time is sorting all that out for you. Um, helping you buy tickets for sport, music, comedy and theatre near you. Killer deals on last-minute tickets. Um, the game time guarantee is the best thing here. Um, they will credit you 110% of the difference um, if you find tickets in the same section and the same row. Uh, so download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Um, where I want to start here, Baz, is the promoted teams. There's been, I assume, a lot, little bit of talk on that because last year all three promoted teams stayed up, I think. Not the first time in eight, first time in was it eight years, 18 years, I can't remember. We talked about it. Um, this time round, they haven't won a game between them yet. They've got one point each, Sheffield United, Luton and Burnley. Is that because they're shite? Is it because they have had a bad run of fixtures? Is it a combination? Can you see better days ahead for any of them? Uh, I think Burnley will be all right. Uh, talk about this with some friends today, actually. I think Burnley have um, had by far the hardest run of fixtures um, amongst the three teams and, and possibly in the in the league, really. Uh, they've now played Spurs, Man City, Man United. And have they played Villa, possibly? Can't remember who the other ones are for Burnley. They've had a tough run of games, though. Um, and Burnley played well against Man United, Burnley should have got a result against Man United. I haven't seen anything from the other two, Luton and Sheffield United, to suggest um, they are going to improve enough to to stay up. Um, Sheffield United, I had relegated before the season started, and I haven't seen anything to change that. Luton, I felt, might put up a bit of a fight. What I've seen so far, if I... I was thinking we should probably revisit our projected tables and see where we are now on a few teams because obviously Spurs will have moved up for me. Um, Luton will definitely have dropped down. Um, and, and a few other things. I think Man United would definitely have, have dropped down for me as well. But I think, yeah, I think Luton and Sheffield United are in big trouble. Burnley, I've seen enough in games to suggest they can play some nice stuff and they should have took their chances is the problem, isn't it? This is the thing. Will, will the Will it be costly that they aren't taking the chances? Amdouni um, should have scored twice yesterday. Um, he should have put Man United to bed early on. Um, but I still think, yeah, if, for me, Burnley will stay up. Uh, that Luton v Wolves game yesterday, I watched that. It was only 3 3 o'clock. Um, so I stuck Luton v Wolves on. It looked nothing like a Premier League match. Just the look of it for a start, the funny camera angle. But you could, the noise was weird. You could hear like individual fans screaming you could hear the players shouting and bowling um, I felt sorry for the ball it just got Wolves were dog shit as well by the way Luton absolutely battered them for half an hour absolutely battered them 
The red card was horrible. That was just cheating from Tom Lockyer. The penalty was even worse. That was, again, well, I don't want to talk about this point. It's absolutely horrendous. That, yeah, that penalty was absolutely absurd. Um, yeah, completely. It hits him. It goes up. It hits his hand. His hand, like, it's got to be delivered. We know the rules. Everyone knows the rules. The, and, and the fact of the matter is, he isn't going to stop the ball with his hand because he sticks his leg out to stop the ball. And as a result, it flicks up. Do you know what I mean? He's going for the ball with his leg. His hand has to be somewhere. Um, anyone suggesting that is a penalty is absolutely insane. Uh, Gabby Ogbon Lahore was today, Stonewall. Oh, he's an idiot. He is an idiot. He's, still, he's just like a big potato. Sits there, he looks like a potato. I don't understand. He's got the brains of a potato. He's got the personality of a potato. And he resembles a potato. Um, yeah, that was... But that just looks nothing like a Premier League game. So... And then even Luton got that penalty towards Carlton Morris, who everyone wanted in the fantasy team for the double game week. He went for the old no look pen, and holy shit! If you watch it again, he kicks it he like half the up. Yeah, sorry, he, he proper scuffs it, doesn't he? Oh, it's like he kicks it like halfway up his shin. It doesn't yeah. touch his boot at any point. It's like it comes off his ankle bone. It's absolutely horrendous and bounces fourteen times and rolls at the corner. Um, yeah, Luton were horrible. Wolves were horrible. Sheffield United, I don't know what. He'll get sacked tomorrow, heck in bottom. That's the end of him. Um, and yeah, Burnley, you either, again, take the positives that they've played well, or is it a negative that they've played well and again can't get a result? Um, Newcastle play them next Saturday. Uh, so I'll be interested to see them first hand and, uh, and see what goes on there. Um, the other thing that annoyed us this week, Baz, was Brighton because we handicapped Wednesday night. We did the show, and I put out Bournemouth today. And the handicap was Brighton can lose games at home. Brighton will lose games at home. Big price. Bournemouth was seven and a half to one. And of course, what we didn't do on that show was do the Europa League games. And the very next night, Brighton lost at home to Athens, and Athens were twelve to one. And the minute I saw that result, I wanted my Bournemouth pick back. I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's the right pick, but the wrong day again. So, I mean, you got West Ham at fives, didn't you? Um, Athens went in at twelves. So, that's already 17 points of profit. If you just keep doing that, there's, there'll be two more, three more in there this season that'll take you to 35 points of profit against the 17 that you're going to lose or what have you. Um, and even that Bournemouth went one nil up today. It was the first time ever Brighton have come back from going to goal down under De Zerbe, actually. Um, I was splashing around in the bath thinking I had a chance at 15-2 to two earlier on. Uh, but Brighton did manage to make it back. But um, Anybody at the, the top end, uh, that Arsenal-Spurs game was good fun, Baz. It was, I enjoyed the Arsenal-Spurs game. I mean, there's a there's a few little talking points I've wrote down here. I'm going to go into our game first, man. There's a couple of things that knocked me today. Now, I shouldn't yeah. get knocked because we won 8-0. But referees get on my tits. I've got to get knocked when you win 8-0. Right. Here we go. Six minutes of stoppage time at the start of the first half. Yeah. I'm sure it was six minutes of stop. Five and a half minutes have been played. The ball goes out for a Newcastle corner. Everybody comes up. Trippier picks the ball up, walks along, puts it in the corner. And by that time, 30 seconds has run down. That's your six minutes. Full-time whistle doesn't get to take the corner. What's wrong with that? If there's time on the clock when the ball goes out, 
either you either think there isn't time or there is. I just think if it's time, if, it, if the ball goes out and there's time on the clock, that corner should be taken. Well, no, it's dead time. You blow the whistle when the time's up. That's bollocks. Where the ball is. Bollocks. What's the point in giving the corner? And you've made everyone come all the way up and gather in the co- corner. That's not the ref's fault. Absolute bollocks. That's not the referee's fault. The ball's out of play. The ball's not in so play. So well, the clock keeps running when the ball's out of play, passing football. Do you not know that? We had time on for celebrations. We had time on for substitutions. Yeah, you don't have when the ball goes out of play, though. Homage. Should have let him take the corner. I'd back corners. And that right. Well, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Absolutely absurd. You're making um, yourself look foolish. Listeners will next, agree with me. If you're going to award a corner, then you should let them take it. The, the referee, the referee awarded the corner because it was a fucking corner. But then don't award it. You're not going to let them take it. What's the point? It's, it's not under him. There was 30 seconds left when he awarded it. They could have done anything they wanted. Yeah, absolutely insane, you like. Um, what do you mean? What would you want the referee to do? If the ball goes out for a corner, he awards a corner. When the time's up, he blows his whistle. They're both independent events. It doesn't work like that, though, is it? It's not It's not like an what NHL job and then, you know, 60 minutes comes up and bang, that's it, you're finished. It's bollocks, absolute bollocks. And the other thing, the penalty not given on Anthony Gordon. Why did he not give a penalty for Anthony Gordon? Why I have no idea. Gordon? That was the absolute... Because it was 3-0, Baz, that's why I didn't... 3-0, exactly. Yeah. If that was 0-0... That would have gone to VAR. He'd have been told to look at it, and it was a penalty. It was just a yeah, penalty. Totally agree. You can't say it's not a penalty because the game is 3-0. It was absolutely absurd. It was as clear a penalty as you can see. He goes Definitely. Ball, doesn't get the ball, and he trips again, and he goes, kicks him in the shin, and Gordon goes down. And yet, nobody, you know, even the commentators don't kick up a fuss because it's 3-0. Um, I thought it should have been disallowed for handball on my first goal. Uh after, especially after watching Sheffield United the other night. It, it, well, Sander Burge, what was that disallowed for? But, but, but we, all, we all agreed Sander Burge shouldn't have been disallowed. Um, so I, I think it was close. I wouldn't have argued if it had been disallowed. Um, but it is one of them where he, he, has, he hasn't it deliberately... It's got to be a deliberate handball. That's the right. rule. Unless yeah. if he scores it, if the person who scores the goal touches yeah, okay. your hand in any situation, then it's... It's disallowed. That's fine, but if if you're the person getting the ball in the build up, it has to be a deliberate handball. It wasn't a deliberate handball, I don't think. But if he'd give it, I wouldn't mind it. It wouldn't have bothered me particularly. Why does it have to be a deliberate handball if you're attacking? But if you're defending, it doesn't have well, to be a deliberate handball. Exactly. This is the the point. There's three. There's about three or four different handball rules now, according to whether you're attacking, defending, whether it's in the box, out the box, whether it's the last five minutes, whether you're three nil up. Um, it. It's just all the handball rule is the biggest shambles in the Premier League at the minute. It's all over the place, and every week there's arguments. The Romero one today, clear penalty for me. His hand's in the air, and the only reason the ball doesn't go in the net is because it hits his hand. I think I think that's got to be a penalty, um, but it's a mess. Um, Man okay, United, Man United, still not very good. Um, still, still. Garbage, but I tell you what, I quite like Baz. His old Hannibal looks quite good. Hannibal looks all right, yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I mean, I thought Burnley should have should have got something from the game, but but you know, might might have got a way of grinding out the results in games where they're not particularly playing well, and they might click at some point. Uh, but I don't think they were very good at all yesterday. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea continue to be absolute garbage. Um, they can't score, and. 
now Jackson, who can't score, can't play the next game because he picked up his fifth booking of the season. Right? He played six games. He's picked up five yellow cards, and every one of them is for dissent. Yep. Every one of the five cards is arguing with a referee. You'd think after the second or the third, he would have learned his lesson or a coach would have said something. But no, just, just keep going and going and going. Five cards in six games? Absolutely ridiculous, that. Um, so yeah, he'll miss out. Uh, that was all of my talking points from the uh, Premier League games, Malcolm. Um, I don't think I've got any more talking points. I am going to look for a price. So I'll tell you what, if you've got a, your betting site open there, Baz. I have done, yeah. Can you find me a price for Brentford to get relegated? Because that was just one more I was going to throw out here. I've Brentford decided that. Do they do? I, I, as I say, it was part of my factoring in fancy. Yeah. I just, I, I just, they haven't. And I think they sort of went under the radar a little bit because they haven't lost many games, but they're not winning games. Um, and they look, it's all well and good seeing Tony's coming back, but you, if you listen to Thomas Frank on the TV on Monday night, he almost sounds already like he thinks Tony will go in January. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they'll get him. Um, let's look at the outright. What are we talking about? Relegation. Uh, yeah. Because like I say, I think you kind of put me onto it a little bit. But I just think they look really, really lightweight. And everyone everyone loved the Whistling and Bremo thing from the back end of last year. But they're not going to score you loads of goals. They might get 8, 9, 10 each, or whichever one's on. If Bremo's on penalties, he might get 11 or 12. Um, and one of the, the other big thing, Baz... 16 to 1 for Brentford to be relegated. I'll let you know the current price is Luton not 2 to, two to 11, so minus 550. Sheffield United, 3 to 10, minus 330. Everton are th- still third favourites. And that's where I would go. I think Everton or Wolves could go down and, and Burnley stay up. Everton, 2 to 1, plus 200. Burnley, plus 225, 9-4. And Wolves, 11 to 4. Bournemouth, 11 to 4. Um, but yeah, 16 to 1, Brentford. It's not a, not a bad shout. Might get a run for um, it. Because the, the other thing with that is, Baz, at the goalkeeper, Flecken looks yeah. absolutely terrible. And I tell you, I mean, he can't keep, he could, he can't keep chickens. Like, um, and can we can we stop there? Yes. Can we talk about goalkeepers? Um, Go on then. And who, who's Arsenal's number one? Uh, today, Raya. Today, Raya. It's it's every week, isn't it? Why doesn't he just say David Raya is my number one? Or Tit? Tit list. He he's very close. He come out like he he spat his dummy out last week, didn't he? Drops Ramsdale, brings in Raya, and the questioner, you know. An obvious question from the reporters is, um, oh, is, is he now your number one? Um, why have you made the change? And he just got really arsy with him saying, well, I brought Vieira in in midfield. Why are you not asking why I've made that change? You're asking, because it's different, isn't it, with a keeper? You don't rotate keepers. And Arteta insinuated that he had this new plan and he was going to rotate two first-choice keepers. And now we've seen them play Big game in the Premier League, big game in the Champions League, big game in the Premier League, and Raya plays all three of them. He's just your number one, isn't it? You've dropped Ramsdale. Just admit you've dropped him and you fancy Raya. Raya's the better keeper. They've spent a lot of money on him. I thought it was inevitable he would be in goal by this stage. Um, but I think Arteta trying to suggest it's a two-man job and they're going to split, it just I think is ridiculous. Ah, well, I can shed some light on this, Barry. It's all modern analytics and things, so... The Raya is very, very good. He's got the best uh, numbers, stats, when it comes to collecting crosses, Baz. He comes out and gets crosses, you see. Ramsdale's not so good at that. So when you play in Everton, we're just going to lump it into the box. What do you want? Keepers, get up with your knee up, come and get it. 
Ramsdale's better at other stuff, which will be suited better for playing other teams. So this is why you alternate your goalkeepers, but turns out he's not going to alternate his goalkeepers. That's not going to happen. But I just said that's what uh, that was some talk sport shit that was going on. Ramsdale Ramsdale will play midweek in the EFL Cup, which just about every backup goalkeeper will play this week in the EFL Cup. Um, But yeah, I just think Raya's in number one. Just admit that. Just just go with it. It's fine. Fair enough. Uh, chat's pretty quiet. Courtney chirped up earlier on. Possibly Patrick. Actually, I think that's Patrick rather than uh, Courtney. It's got a, it's got the whiff of a Patrick. Uh, about it. But if anyone else is lurking, by all means, do so. We need to make There's some fixed things, Malcolm. This isn't football related. This is uh, no, social media. Uh, I went live on TikTok again yesterday. You joined well, you me. Did. I saw uh, you, mate. Few, few people did. Um, if anyone's following on TikTok, follow the live. So I'm going to keep trying to do it on a Saturday. Um, before the games kick off and uh, get just get a bit of crack. It was all right again. We were close um, yesterday as well. Put out a, an acca and there was one team let us down. Uh, we were close on a couple of things there from the TikTok live. So that was good. Uh, I put out a plea last week, Malcolm, to get some reviews on Apple. I ple- previously uh, put out a plea for YouTube subscribers and Spotify reviews. I asked for reviews on Apple and we only got one. Very disappointing. Oh. However, uh, well done to Shane in New Zealand. Um, who listens to us? He loves the um, he loves the uh, lifestyle crack. He thinks we're yes. uh, we're good crack. He he gets the show. He gets the reason for it. He enjoys the uh, the banter. Um, and he put out the, the only problem with Shane is, um, and as I, I'm very happy with a five star review, Shane. But he did say we occasionally put out some good picks, and I'm not sure if he meant regularly or, or <laughs> often or whether there's something got lost. Translation over in New Zealand, I don't know, but occasionally I think there was a better word he could have used. Um, but apart from that, all well and good. It did get me looking at the figures, the numbers, how many downloads we get from New Zealand. Uh, in the last week, we've had 12 in New Zealand, so it's very low on our uh, country list. And um, yeah, Shane, thanks for the five star review. If you can get us up to uh, about 20 next week, let's try and double our New Zealand listeners. If you can double that. I'm going to put it all down to you and give you another shout-out next week. Get some friends listening. He is right. We do only occasionally give out some... Uh, I'm just looking at the um, the review now, yeah, and it's quite funny. Uh, the rest of the work gang are um, giving us a little bit of stick in the channel there. Um, right, Baz, half an hour in. We need to make some picks, so we're going to, go, we're going to dip into the AFL Cup, uh, which is always a fun place to be. I'll tell you about underdog fantasy. Um, fun way to play alongside your favourite football team all season long. Win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. From now until October the 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposit up to $500. Uh, that's gone up. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Two million in prizes all season long. 100K this week, which is 10K to 10 people. And there's new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. This week's Iron Law was uh, Tyreek Hill who absolutely smashed that. The Miami Dolphins have scored 70 points so far tonight, Baz. 7-0. That's a lot. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And finally, Hall of Fame bets will help you uh, win bigger by betting smart at this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Um, you can put any parlay into the parlay optimizer tool and get results on things like hit rates broken down by leg, um, expected probabilities for your parlay. You can sort players 
um, which bets and players are hot, etc. So stop betting in the dark. Um, use Hall of Fame bets to credit your data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or, I'm sorry, visit hofbets.com and you'll get, use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Um, so the EFL Cup is a fun uh, competition. Uh, Newcastle will be beaten in the final. It is the League Cup. It's also known as the Carabao Cup for any of our American listeners. It's for all 92 football league teams. Um, the Premier League teams entered in round two, apart from the Premier League teams who made it into Europe. So any Champions League, Europa teams, um, they enter at this stage, which is round three. Uh, so we've got games on Tuesday and Wednesday night. I've picked four bars. I don't know what you've picked. Now, the chat's livened up a little bit. Francis Gallagher's here. He's changed his badge to a Man United one, which we're not talking about, but we'll let him slide. Josh is here as well. Uh, yeah, Francis trying to antagonise us awkwardly. And Lee Hughes as well, uh, former West Brom striker. Um, he took Villa at 3-1 as well. I think we'd mentioned that in the show on Wednesday night when he was around. Yeah, um, we, we, we'll get to Chelsea again soon enough. But yeah, that that, that price on Chelsea was stupid. Why, why? Who wants to back Chelsea at odds on? Uh, when they're gonna, the only team they beat so far is Luton, which is what I said the other day. He's also, he's Lee said, he backed Villa three to one. Also stuck them in a double with Cardiff to beat Sunderland. Oh, oh yes, yes, you can come back. Anyone backing against Sunderland is a yeah. always welcome on this show. Outstanding that. Um, lead us off with a picky, yeah, Buzz. Uh, right, where are we going to go? Um, I'm going to start with, and I, I'm pretty certain you're going to. Covered this one as well. I've taken the Wolves Ipswich game. Yeah, I do um, have that game. And I'll jump straight in my pick. I've got Wolves. I've took Wolves on the money line. Um, you can call out the prices on this game for me, Malcolm, if you want, because I haven't. Uh, I've got the Wolves price, but um, have you got uh, it? Ipswich is 7 to 4 plus 175. The draw is 13 to 5 plus 260. Wolves are 13 to 9 plus 145. Yeah, so I've got Wolves down at six to four here. I mean, Ipswich are flying in the championship. Um, really, really, really good form, um, scoring plenty. But I'm going to take the same approach that I did in the last round and it, and fade them. And it didn't work last time, but it wasn't far off. Took them at a good price to get beat by Reading, um, and it ended up needing penalties. And it's basically it's on the assumption that Ipswich are all out in the league. Um, and they don't need any distractions in the cups because they've got off to a good start. They've got every chance of getting back-to-back promotions here at Ipswich. Um, the priority now for them is just to keep in that top six and, and keep the pressure on at the top end, threaten the, um, you know, every chance of the top two still still wide open. Um, they haven't got a good history in the competition generally. Uh, again, it's something I mentioned in the last round. They've only been to the third round. This is the second time in 10 years. So they haven't got good history of getting far in this competition is that because they're not bothered about it or is it just because they've never been as good as they are at this point? Um, they needed penalties to get past Reading, as I said. Now, I know Wolves aren't in good form. They did win 5-0 in, the, in, in this cup in the last round um, and they, they need a bit of a spark for the season. And they might see this as an opportunity, particularly if they, if Switch rotate a few players, which I, I think they might do. I mean, I'd caveat this, Malcolm. This EFL Cup thing is... We've said it before, you've just got no idea at this stage on a Sunday night what sort of lineups teams are going to put out. 
Some teams will rotate loads. Some teams will surprise us and put stronger teams out than we expected. Um, and it's for that reason. I don't want to take any big favourites at really short odds in this competition. It's a hard competition to bet anyway, particularly in these early rounds. So I think you've just got to look to try and find a bit of value and see sort of situations that you think might play out. And I just think Ipswich might not be that bothered about this game. It's not a priority for them. So the pick for me is Wolves to beat Ipswich. It's 6-4. to four. Um, That's the pick for me. Yeah, exactly following what you say, Baz. When I messaged you last night, when I started looking at this, I said, I'm just going to try and find four or five dogs because you don't know what the teams are going to be. But you, you can kind of spot... You, where you think teams might rest, where you think teams, it might be a Premier League team against a championship team. Um, and this this game, I actually wanted to take Wolves. I went into this, Baz, when I was looking at it, wanting to take Wolves exactly like you've done. Um, I've pivoted a little bit. Um, Gary O'Neill first yesterday said he was determined to win this game. He, was, he wasn't going to um, ease off, change too much stuff. He really wants to go and win. Um but like you say, Ipswich have won seven of eight, seven of eight. The last two home games have finished four, three, and three, two. Um, and they've got a four, three away game in there too against Leeds this season. That shows they can concede some goals though. Exactly, Baz. Hence my pick is over two and a half goals. Yeah, I like that. Um, just because I didn't think we'll necessarily have the quality to go and do what O'Neill's saying. Yeah. Panthers in the chat saying Wolves never get the job done. And he's exactly right. I've been quite high on Wolves this season, but they're starting to be expensive to follow because they haven't quite managed to pull it off yet. Um, so the over two and a half goals, Baz, is 11 to 13, the price of minus 117. Um, yeah, it just gives us more safety nets. Obviously, it's not the price that you've picked, um, but it gives us more options because one of the teams could go and win 3 0. Um, like I say, Ipswich should get a 2 1 or something like that. So. Uh, that would be my first pick. Uh, the second one, so the, that was on that's Tuesday night. Um, the games, like I say, are spread on Tuesday and Wednesday. My second, my second pick is also Tuesday night, and it comes from the Mansfield Town against Peterborough United game. Um, Mansfield are thirteen to nine plus one forty-five. The draw is five to two plus two fifty. And Peterborough are nine to five plus one eighty. Um, so Mansfield are in League Two. Um, they are unbeaten in nine games this season so far. They've won four and drawn five. They're third in the table. Of their four home games, they've won three and drawn one. Uh, that was including a 3-2 win against Stockport as well, which is really good form. Stockport battered Wrexham 5-0. Um, Nigel Clough is the manager. I mean, Mansfield's near. You bat, it's near Nottingham, isn't it? Nigel Clough has managed all of those teams. Nottingham Forest, Burton Albion any sort of Nottinghamshire, so Nottinghamshire royalty, the Clough family, uh, Nigel Clough, son of Brian, obviously. Um, and they've got some good experienced players. Aidan Flintstone there at centre-back, you probably remember him, he played for Bristol City for years. Uh, and Lucas Aikens, um, I think, was he Burton Albion as well, I think? He's the skipper at the minute. Might have been Port Vale, but certainly I think he played for Burton Albion, he scores goals. Um, in the last round, they beat Sheffield Wednesday of the Championship on penalties. Peterborough are eighth in League One, won three, drawn two, lost three. They score and concede plenty in equal measure. Um, in their three away games, they only have one draw and two defeats, though. So I'm going to take Mansfield here at 13 to 9, plus 145. If you're not as brave and you want to go um, to penalties, there's no extra time yet. These go games go straight to penalties if it's level after 90 minutes. 
Uh, Mansfield to qualify a four to five minus one twenty. So you can take either one of them. Uh, and I've got a goal scorer here as well, Baz. Um, a lad called Davis Keller Dunn uh, scored six and nine for Mansfield. A real live wire. He's six to one to score first. He's two to one anytime goal scorer here. So Davis Keller Dunn to get amongst the goals as Mansfield win, please. Good stuff. I've got some breaking um, news here for you, Malcolm. Exactly. Um, Champions League related. Newcastle United oh. related. Who have Newcastle yeah. got next in the uh, Champions League? I'm aware of this because Simmers just WhatsApped me about 20 minutes ago. I was meant to mention it. Yeah, Mbappe has gone off injured with a calf injury 30 minutes into the game. Um, let's hope it's not serious, eh, Malcolm? Let's hope he's yeah. not out for a couple of weeks, Malcolm. Although it's one of the things, very realistically, it's one of the things you get the draw. You want to see the likes of Mbappe at St James's yeah. Park, don't you? But at the same time, we want to duff up PSG at St James's Park, uh, and Mbappe potentially being missing would be a bonus to that. Um, in other breaking news, Baz, can you address this situation that's just come to light in the chat? Because I nearly fell off my chair laughing just now. But didn't see you running the half marathon today. Nottingham, uh, Nottingham half marathon was today, wasn't it? Um, was it? Yeah. Did you run it back? Oddly enough, oddly enough, um, yeah, my, <laughs> my application got declined. Um, they told me I was a health risk. Uh, I'd probably had a heart attack at the one mile point. Um, when, when was the last time you think you did? I think we asked Josh last time to let us know where he was from or who he supported, and I don't think he gave us any of that information. Um, so I don't know if he's, he's from round this way as well, given that he's got some knowledge of the uh, the Robin Hood half marathon. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to football, Malcolm. Uh, Brentford-Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I've probably got out of chronological order here because I'm jumping to Brentford-Arsenal, which I think is a Wednesday night game. Uh, yeah. I went against Brentford at the weekend and, and took Everton to get something... And it was really just because Brentford, I don't think, have quite clicked yet. And you've, we've talked already about Brentford and sort of fading them a bit. No win in the last four. They've lost the last two. They needed penalties to beat Newport in this competition in the last round. Made hard work of that. And you're giving me evens for Arsenal. Um, I can't turn that down. I think evens for Arsenal here against the poor Brentford side who, who are struggling a little bit. I think, obviously, Arsenal, we'd, we'd expect to make a few changes. Probably rotate that keeper, I would imagine. Um, but they'll be strong enough to take this I think Arteta will be desperate to deliver a trophy um, and I think he'll take all of the cup competitions serious so I think Arsenal are, are a great pick uh, even money or very close to even money to beat Brentford so yeah give me Brentford to, to get beat by Arsenal please Okay um, I am on Wednesday night now too the game is you go, you love this Baz it's Chelsea against Brighton Chelsea are five to four plus one twenty-five. The draw is thirteen to five plus two sixty. Brighton are twenty-one to ten. Pretty short handicap here, Baz. Under no circumstances do I want to pick Chelsea to beat anybody. Uh, any combination of Chelsea and their players against any combination of Brighton and their players, and you're giving me twenty-one to ten on Brighton. Fuck off. Uh, get in the queue, Baz. I'll take Brighton. Thanks. Um, Mal, I'll jump in. I'll tag on. I'll tag in here. Um, my next pick was Chelsea um, versus Brighton. Chelsea still unable to win games, still unable to score goals. Um, Brighton are the exact opposite. They've won five of six. They've scored three or more in each of those five victories. Um, this Brighton squad's got depth to it as well, so he can make changes. Matoma, March, Pedro all start on the bench today, so we might start midweek. 
Um, for the exact same reasons we both took Villa today, two to one Brighton. Um, Brighton are the better side. They're in better form. It's just an obvious play. Just just go with Brighton. Um, it's the EFL Cup. Anything can happen. Um, it might lose. Yeah. But all the value in this pick is Brighton. You, you can't you can't back Chelsea to be Brighton on current form, current statistics, and to have Brighton as the underdogs two to one. Um, yeah, I'm all over it. I love it. Team ride. I mean, I think it, people are being a bit harsh on Pochettino. He needs one more window, sign another 25 or 30 players. And then I think they could make a run in the second half of the season. Like, uh, But until then, uh, I'll be all over Brighton. I've got one more pick, Baz, which is from Wednesday. What have you got? I've got one more. I think it's a Tuesday one. It's a bit of an underdog one. one. I wanted to find... I'll go with mine first. Um, I wanted to find one decent underdog play that I liked because there will be some in, in, in amongst these games. There'll be a couple of... Big dogs win at big prices. And I mean, we've took an underdog there in Brighton, um, although I can't understand for the life of me why they're the underdog uh, in that game. Um, but the game I've gone to is Bradford versus Middlesbrough. Bradford nice. at home to Middlesbrough. Uh, Bradford down in mid-table in League Two. Um, nothing particularly startling about Bradford. Uh, and Middlesbrough struggling at the bottom of the championship. Um, we put the jinx on them by both tipping them to win the championship this year. Um they've been absolutely awful got their first win of the season this week beat Southampton 2-1 but they've had five defeats in their opening eight games um, Bradford are in alright form recently they're unbeaten in the last five games um, they're at home they're a 4-1 to shot Bradford 15-4 to so just short of 4-1 to um, Borough 8-11 to and the draw 14-5 I just think they're worth a punt looking for an underdog and I just think Borough in, in, in poor form. Bradford playing all right, as I say, unbeaten in five. And at home, against a, a side that are struggling, uh, it's, got, it's got potential for a shock. And I think uh, Bradford are definitely worth a go. It, it could be another one where Middlesbrough have had such a bad start that they really need to just um, focus on the league and not worry about this sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, give me, give me Bradford to beat Borough 4-1. Um, I think the opposite, pass. I like that a lot because I think Middlesbrough... They've picked up. They had back-to-back wins now. Um, in our dream, sorry, I'm sure Middlesbrough have only won one game. I thought they won yesterday and won the day before. Day before. Not the day before. Do you know no, what I mean? No, the drew with Chef Wed. One one. No, I mean yeah. All right, so they got that point. Um, I just think they want to really want to concentrate on the league, and especially the fact that they're struggling. Um, means that uh, Carrick will be. Uh, more willing to uh, to eschew this. Bradford are one of the better teams in that league as well. They'll go on a good run. Um, my final play is also a bit of an underdog play. It comes from the Fulham-Norwich game. Um, Fulham is 7-10, minus 142, draws 3-1, and Norwich are 15-4, plus 375. Um, so the play is going to be Norwich uh, to win, plus 375. Uh, they're 2-1 to, to qualify, if you want to go that route. Um I just don't think Fulham are very good, Baz. I keep saying this every week. I don't, um, they'll make four or five changes. They don't look like they've got a goal scorer. Vinicius Junior is the only one. I'm disappointed. Palace will be disappointed they didn't turn them over at the weekend. Um, so it's what we expect from Norwich. Now, Norwich lost 6-2 at Plymouth on Saturday. Well, 4-0 down at half-time. Really weird result. The Championship can do that to you. Uh, they're still sitting in sixth place. They've had back-to-back defeats. They've still scored 17 in eight 
Um, and I think they're live. They've got some decent players in there. And they're going to be a championship playoff team. There's nothing really to separate. The two teams that get put out here when Fulham make some changes, I don't think there'll be much to separate them. And uh, Norwich are lively. They play attacking football. Um, they score a lot of goals. And Fulham don't. I think Norwich can go and nick this. I'll take Norwich at 15-4 to 4 plus 375. Plus. Nice. Don't mind that at all. Um, that's it for me. No more picks on the mm-hmm. AFL. That's all I've got. Um, um, well, have you got a little thought on uh, Newcastle Manchester City as the game of the week? Probably I deliberately, I deliberately avoided it, yeah, from a betting perspective. And, and I've no doubt I'll get involved on the night, but I want to see what the lineups are. Um, if City rotate enough, I think we've we've got a chance. My, my first thought looking at the odds, Malcolm, is Man City at plus money in any game against anyone. It isn't a bad starting point. Um, because just, just um, I think you see, they haven't got a huge squad depth at the minute for some reason, no, they don't. Uh, and they're, they're losing more and more injuries every week, aren't they? Yeah, Rodri suspended, and even obviously, you know, Cole Palmer's gone now. He'd normally be the type of one that would come in. Um, yeah, that Rodri one was ridiculous. I don't know what he was thinking, it's an obvious red light, but um. Gibbs White went down like a sack of shit, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's the same with Newcastle. Um, obviously, they were knackered when they came back from Milan. Uh, today was a bit of a, a happy thing for Newcastle that they didn't have to kill themselves. Uh, they weren't grafting away trying to defend a 2-1 lead in the 85th minute. They did get to amble around. They did get to make five substitutions. Obviously, Harvey Barnes going off injured wasn't ideal, but we should still have enough legs. So, yeah, um, on the Newcastle game so far this season, I am 0 for 6, Baz. So I was very happy not to have to make a pick in that game, which is that's the main reason I skirted it. Uh, but I'll go and have a couple of beers and watch the European champions um, on Wednesday night and have a lovely time doing it. Um, yeah, I think that's it done, Baz. Anything else you want to uh, tell us? Um, lifestyle. You got some got time for some lifestyle this week, haven't we? Go on, then. I bought a new. Bought me, I trip myself to a new gift this week, Malcolm. Well, okay. What do you think I bought? Uh, is it for your barbecue? No. Is it for food related though? Oh. Food related. What is Link. It is linked to food though, or or preparation of food. Oh, is what it a new? Guess? Oh, is it? I bet you got like a an air fryer. No, I've got two of them already, Malcolm. Okay. Go I'm on, show you what it is. It. You can tell me if you know what it what it is. That's that's it there. It looks like a blackboard rubber. It does, doesn't it? It's a whetstone. I've got me sell a whetstone. Right. You know what one of them is? <laughs> you know what one of them is? <laughs> no, I don't, Barry. You sharpen your knives with it? Oh, okay. Get knives and you... Oh, don't make that horrible noise, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, wanted, I've, wanted, I've got lots of knives. Uh, I've got a sharpening steel, you know, like they have in the... Yeah, But a whetstone I'll does... make a better noise. This, this, uh, this thing does, does the job even better. So, uh, yeah, trap yourself. So, uh, I'll be spending mm-hmm. next week sharpening every knife in sight. Uh, and then what will happen after that is I'll just be cutting myself all the time because I'm absolutely clumsy as anything when it comes to knives. Um Helen bought me a nice knife for my 40th birthday, a lovely Japanese steel knife, 
really nice presented pack and stuff. Uh, and you opened it up and she'd put some uh, elastoplasts in there uh, as a, <laughs> a ready because she knew. And within literally within half an hour of me picking up the knife, first thing I do is go, oh, how sharp is this? And just tap it with my finger and say, oh, Nail, that's sharp. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be sharpening now. So that's not very interesting, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, well, no, that was fascinating, Baz. I very much enjoyed that. Um, next up, Malcolm. Um, Helen woke up the other day, the other half. Uh, she said, Oh, I just, I just had a really vivid dream. Um, that you and Malcolm weren't able to make the podcast, so I had to do it. Uh, so she, she, she dreamt about the podcast and she had to panic she had to come on and make some picks and she was like I didn't have a clue what I was talking about I was just looking at fixtures and just bumbling my way through it and, doing, and it gave me an idea Malcolm if we're ever short of a show uh, where there's nothing happening we could get Laura and Helen to fill in um, oh mate do a show that would be a laugh wouldn't it? I said to Helen I said oh yeah. you could do a guest slot one week but maybe do them like a fifteen-minute pre-recorded slot that we can add in. They can they can see if they can outdo us. They'll probably probably yeah, yeah definitely we can. So yeah, that was a thought for future. Um, Helen's dream um, put put an idea in my head that we could get the other halves on to uh, see if the IT department in. secretly loves it because she often gets tagged in stuff on Twitter. Uh, if I've been talking about her, uh, it happened quite a lot this week. There was some images of Lords of the Flies and stuff like that uh, after me and the kids nearly died in her 36-hour absence earlier in the week. Um, so, yeah, she, when she gets tagged in on stuff, she, she pretends she's embarrassed, but she secretly, she'll say, oh, has anyone mentioned me this week? Because yeah, that's how she talked. Um, so, uh, that sort of thing. But definitely, when we go on your uh, mystery tour, Baz, in November, yeah, um, that could be the half an hour. Yeah. We'll get the, bird, get the birds to do it. What about you? Um, you I don't think so, mate. The, uh, the Lego... Uh, the, con- the shipping container full of Lego bash. We'll That's going to have to wait, isn't it? Sorry? We'll back next week. We're getting pushed back, mate. We might have time on Wednesday. You never well, know. It's good, because people are waiting for it. Like, um... I don't know what's happened, Bash. Since you've started talking about your thing, 66% of our live viewers have disappeared. That's what's happened in the last few minutes. Yeah. That was the point where I said I've got no more picks. All right, okay. Yeah. I, know, um... I know Shane in New Zealand will be listening because he loves the live. No, he'll be loving that. Yeah, that's right, up Shane Street there. Um, right, thank you, Barry. Thank you, everyone who chirped up. Lee, Josh, Francis. Um, Patrick, it was indeed Patrick and not Courtney earlier on, but hello, Courtney, anyway. Um, yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Baz. We just about survived the Premier League gambling weekend, uh, but we've got some EFL Cup winners in here. I can sense it. Um, we won't be able to do the show on Wednesday, Baz, because I'm at the match. Another bit of live on-air production. Uh, we'll have to do it yeah, we'll come up with a plan. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a think. Do it early, maybe. We'll get it out somewhere. We'll either do it early or late. But we'll uh, we'll yeah, schedule we'll it on YouTube. Early. If you are listening on YouTube, we'll schedule it. We'll let you know when it's coming out. Um, just a quick reminder: if you are listening, give it a thumbs up on YouTube or um, five star review on Spotify would be nice. Or if you can be bothered to write a few words on Apple, um, please do. That would be very nice. Thank you. He's absolutely right. Thank you very much, everyone. Good luck with your picks. Uh, We'll see you down the road. Cheers.